the most dramatic season yet. Welcome to In Case You Missed It. Whoa. That was my Chris Harrison intro. Yes. Most dramatic episode yet. So, in case you didn't listen to our first episode. Well, actually, I guess or I should the start. last four. I guess I should start with introduction. Introductioning. Yeah. My name's Casey Lehan. I'm Eddie Trezino. And this is in case you missed it. If you didn't listen to our first episode, the reason I did a Chris Harrison impression is because we love The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did talk on the first episode about mm-hmm. that. That's funny. And it is back on air. Pilot Pete has made his premiere. Eddie, I want your reaction, your review. What did you think of the first app? Oh, man. We're jumping right in. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I can't, you know... Uh, it's really uh, an exciting time, but it's interesting to see like 30 girls who like you can't tell apart <laughs> come on in. Actually, they are pretty di- diverse. Diverse this year. Yeah. They are, yeah, that's good, but I just still can't, like there's like it's too, 10 it's that I can't remember. There's so many names, yeah. Eddie and I actually filled out brackets this year. Um, yeah. At work, somebody had one and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I love that. Um, We should do a bracket and already I have half mine busted, I swear. Yeah. I you think, did better actually, I think, than me. I think all my people are still in, yeah. Um, well, for the last four yeah i have some of my final four already are already out week one but i liked it i um well i will say now if you haven't watched the first episode maybe don't listen to this part of the podcast because it might be a little bit spoiler for you because i want to talk a little bit about it um for our first thing but i will say i loved like him dressed up as a pilot walking through the airport yeah that was hilarious i also um think it is interesting that the one girl what is her name she went on the one-on-one date i wrote it down on here so oh, yeah. i wouldn't forget um, her name is madison madison yeah so madison you got the first one-on-one date first of all she cheated because they were doing oh yeah yeah an obstacle right. course here's the thing i don't think she meant to cheat that's something i would do if i was in a high stress situation and i was in an obstacle course i would just like power through and not even notice that i was not doing the right thing but the girls were mad but not only did she cheat to get the one-on-one date with Peter, she met him before the show. Yeah, that is interesting. At a hotel, because they both, I guess... No, wait, started... no, that's not Madison. That was Kelly. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm was... already... See, I'm already yeah, confusing I, them. Okay, just kidding. So, Kelly's the girl that he met ahead of time, right? Yeah. So, uh... And she sneaks up on them in their one-on-one date, I think. Or does she? I don't know. She's sneaky in all sorts of ways. But what I find hilarious is, like, how angry the other girls got when they found out they were like oh my god well here's the thing she came back and peter said something like uh we had a good connect like connection or something like when he gave her a rose or something on the group date he gave her the rose okay yeah it was on the group date because he took her aside and peter was like yeah we had a great connection whatever and then he leaves and she says to the girls yeah you know it's funny he mentioned we have a connection because we've met before mm-hmm. he did not say anything about the meeting before they were like he didn't say anything about that what do you mean what do you mean you met him before because i guess she she briefly met him when he was there for a high school reunion and she was there for a wedding mm-hmm. probably the most dramatic part of the night is when hannah shows up yeah uh, the first time, there's this girl who lets out a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> Hilarious. They're peeking through the fence to look at who's getting out of the limo, and it's mm. freaking Hannah. What did you think about Hannah and Pete? Because the last third of the show, I would say, was them talking about what they're going to do and whether or not she's going to come back on the show, and she's crying, and 
What do you think? Man, I don't know. She just started... I don't know why she started crying. She really just started for no reason. Okay, so... Well, I guess I she was triggered. Say, but as... I'm so sick of this windmill bit. I'm kind of... It's, <laughs> it's already old. Yeah, they did really overplay that. I'm so... I'm already done Well, with that's that like with bit. Colton, his virgin... His virgin yeah. bit. It's the same thing. Well, that's like... At his expense, at least. This yeah. windmill is at nobody's expense. Yeah. It's just a bad reference. Well, he has, like, Hannah involved a lot for, like, no reason. So, like, she, like, is on one of the group dates. She, like, is yeah. talking to the girls. And here's the thing, like... They're like, who's that someone... gonna... It's like, who else would it be? Right, yeah, the who's gonna be it's Hannah. Uh, as far as, like, why she burst into tears later on on that day... Is as someone who like reacts to extreme stress and anxiety in tears, I can understand that. She's probably stressed out because like she was like these girls are gonna hate me, and also I still kind of feel jealous because I still kind of like Peter. You know, like it's an awkward situation for her, and she's probably really stressed out. And then Peter starts bringing up, "You should come back on the show." That probably made her have a panic attack. Well, that was after she was already crying. Well, I'm saying I think she was crying because the stress and anxiety, and he made it worse. I guess. In a way. Yeah, I guess I haven't been in the situation. Before. I can understand why she was crying. <laughs> I guess. I, however, I just don't know what it was. I, by I the end so. of their segment or whatever was annoyed and like need them to make a decision yeah well they played it off to be a cliffhanger. right here's the thing like i don't know she had her chance she didn't even she didn't have, even have peter as her top two he, he yeah she home. was like well it was gonna be you and jay ed and then he's like what he's like yeah i know yeah 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 because he was like what yeah. and he's like you didn't tell me that he was like, I'm not going to be anybody's third choice. Yeah, but then he's like, what job. would you say? Yeah, then he's like, oh, what but I'll you be say, your... I'll... Yeah, what would you say if I had you back on the show? Oh, so he's yeah, like, that's... I won't be anybody's third choice, but what but would you But you can say? be my first choice. Right. Because if she comes back on the show, it's over, right? No, 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 no. She's. It's going to pull something where it's There's like, no oh. way she can come back on the show. Well, she might it's for so a couple unfair. episodes, but then it'll be like, you know, I'm not really feeling this Ugh, i don't know it's definitely a good cliffhanger to start off the season it got you definitely got me hooked i think there's gonna be some interesting characters for sure yeah um but yeah i'm excited for it how about you yeah it's great i'm ex i like it's really uh cool to see I'm, I'm hoping for more drama but i don't think we'll ever top the drama of luke p and the, i know and his and the colton fence jump yeah we watched yeah. i watched that again yesterday did you he does a clean jump over that, like, 10-foot yeah. fence. He jumps right over it. Yeah, well, he was and like an NFL player or yeah. whatever. Everybody's like, whoa, Colton, where is he? Colton! I love that. And then I love Luke P, the drama oh, there. Oh, my God. That was on the like, season last season. And it sucks about the whole Jed situation. He turned out to be a big ass. but It does. It was pretty good drama. It was good drama. It really was. And like, but you know, the question we have to ask ourselves is which of these girls has a song featured in a dog food commercial? <laughs> I don't think any of them have said their musical yet. Yeah, not not yet. They're going to be like, oh, Honestly, what are, I was in a cat food commercial. Normally it's maybe the girl with the naked cat, the hairless cat. Oh God, that was um, so terrible. Cringy. Yeah, so the, if you haven't watched. <laughs> cat! If you haven't watched The Bachelor, like, they do these really cheesy intros to try to get the guy to remember them because he meets, like, I don't know, over 20 women in one night. And the one girl, I guess she has a hairless cat. So she went, yeah, I want to show cats. you my hairless pussy. 
cat and then yeah. she pulled out a picture of it and it's like he definitely saw that because he was a big pic framed picture of a yeah, cat like, yeah. how did he not see that? honestly sometimes there's some clever or good intros there really weren't too many good ones yeah. this season well let me ask you this what would you do if you had your first mm. meeting with pilot pete now this is complicated because i sometimes think producers decide what they want different girls to do yeah. Because some of the girls seem so uncomfortable with it. Like that one girl, she was so, she couldn't even get through a joke. Remember the dry? She's like, my sense of humor is dry. And oh, she couldn't yeah. even get through a joke. I didn't even know so, what she said after that. Yeah, so she was hard, hard time getting through it. But if I got to choose, now, are you specifically saying Pilot Pete? Because I think you have to garner it towards. Yeah, Pilot Pete. Okay, so if I was meeting Pilot Pete, what would I do to make him remember me? Honestly, I think what the one girl did was pretty good. She had that like thing that the flight attendants used to speak in. And she was like, um, I forget what she said. She was like, attention passengers, I will be your guide today on the Bachelor, blah, blah, blah. I and guess like, that's all right. But I don't know, because you got to do something like pilot related. Do you have to, though? I guess you don't. That's probably, I was going to say, too, that's probably why they picked Pilot Pete, because they could think of interesting challenges. In what a, would you do? Um, I would uh, probably like be like, so Pete, I'm Eddie. Yeah, I'm not a hot girl, but uh, I'm a dime guy. <laughs> That's right. You charm him. He'd be like, by the end of the episode, he'd be, he, you think he'd be could, like, whoa. Uh, well, what, yeah, I you think, think I could I woo? might be in love. Yeah. You get the first impression, Rose. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I could I could go far. I wonder if they'd ever have like a bisexual bachelor. I hope one day they that will. That would be insane. But here's but the that thing. That would be hard. I was going to say, here's I mean, the thing, too, I mean, that would be hard about that. If they have guys and girls in the house... The guys and the girls might start hooking uh, up with each yeah, other if they're, not, if they're not doing well with the contestant. They tested know? it out on Bachelor in Paradise, so that's, that's cool. That's true. They did. And, and that's good. You know, and that was good, good to see a little bit of more representation Yeah. Um, slowly. But yeah, so we loved the first episode. We can't wait for the whole season. Uh, if you don't watch The Bachelor, we definitely are going to talk about it. But we'll also have some other stuff coming up. So hopefully you didn't get too bored. So we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, I have some very interesting Bieber news. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, Eddie, I have some insane Justin Bieber news. Okay. <laughs> I, I, most of it's insane, I think. Well, here's the thing. I went on Twitter to look for something to talk about, and I saw this, and I was like, what? So, okay. So, you know how I've, I've said this before. Justin Bieber, like, his look was kind of off. He, like, looks not quite right for, like, a while now. You know how I've said okay, that? Okay, yeah. So, he just came out on Instagram and put a statement up. So, this is according to him, not according to, like, a medical professional. <laughs> he's, is a, he, he's in the best shape of his no, life, No, right? he's been battling Lyme disease. Holy. Now, Avril Lavigne had a very similar thing happen to her, and she had to take a couple of years off because if you don't oh, get yeah. Lyme disease diagnosed early, it can really take a toll on your body. Like, it has cancer-like symptoms. Oh, man. It can really take a toll on you. So, he posted a long message on Instagram saying he had been diagnosed with the infection and that it had been a rough couple of years he said oh, man, quote years yeah it, wow. it's recovery takes a long time if you like it can really i gotta look up some of the symptoms because i remember when this happened after levine i was like what and, and i was shocked by how bad it could be he said well a lot of people keep saying justin bieber looks like shit on meth etc they failed to realize i've been recently diagnosed with lyme disease not only that, but I had a serious case of chronic mono, which affected my skin, brain oh my function, energy, and overall health. Damn. These things will be explained further in a docu-series I'm putting together on YouTube shortly, which I think I brought up 
in like a pot minute thing I did. Yeah, I think you did. He's doing a docu-series with his new album. And he said, you can learn all about what I've been battling and overcoming. So, that's wild. That is wild. I mean, like, I really have thought that he's looked kind of off. But I never would have thought, like... That he had Lyme disease. Isn't yeah, that crazy? How do you get it? I don't even know. Um, let's see here. Why? Oh man, I don't want to get Lyme no, disease. No, baby, you, you, don't let babe, me. you would know. I I think. Let me let me look up real quick the symptoms of Lyme disease or how to get Lyme disease. Let's see. But from what I understand, it can, if gone undiagnosed, can really cause a lot of issues that sometimes doctors don't. No, it's Lyme disease right away because it presents itself as a lot of different things. Mm. And he said he had mono too. Mono can really mess you up. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I don't. Well, I don't really know what mono is either. Okay. But that's like. I mean, I don't know. To contract <laughs> Lyme disease, an infected deer tick must bite you. The bacteria must enter your skin through the bite and eventually make its way into your bloodstream. The deer tick must be attached for thirty-six to forty-eight hours. So Biebs must have been hanging out in the woods or something. Oh man. Um. Now let's take a look. Mayo Clinic. Bunch of medical nonsense. Okay, symptoms. So it says signs and symptoms vary. They usually appear in stages. So an early stage, now I've heard about this before, is like a rash. Like they say if you're out in the woods and you're hiking and stuff, you should check to make sure um, on you don't see on any parts of your body that might be a tick. And the first symptom is usually like a rash, like a ring. Mm. So it normally looks like... Um, a red area that might look like a bullseye pattern, it says here. Um, other symptoms are fever, chills, fatigue, uh, swollen lymph, lymph nodes. So that's kind of like you might think you just have like the flu or something. Uh-huh. So it says, if untreated, new signs and symptoms can appear, such as severe joint pain, neurological problems, uh, migraines and rashes in other areas of your body, could also cause liver inflammation, heart problems, eye inflammation, severe fatigue. So the longer it goes untreated, the worse it gets is Jeez. what it's saying here. So complications from untreated Lyme disease can be chronic joint pain, neurological symptoms like he said, brain damage, cognitive defects like impaired memory, and heart rhythm irregularities. So, like, it can get really bad, like, really mess up your body. So, it makes me feel for Justin Bieber a little bit. Yeah, that sucks. I didn't know, uh, yeah, I would never expect something like that. I really so. wouldn't either. Uh, he, I didn't read ahead of time about the mono, too, but I know that that makes you really sick, so. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, yikes. I mean, that does explain things, because I was always like, why is he, like, look like he, uh, he honestly did look like he was on drugs. But, turns out, uh, he actually was really sick. Yeah. So, yeah, but Lyme disease, educate yourself. You didn't know, but now you know. Yeah, I don't go in the woods that much. I know, so we I really don't. don't. I, I, well, not in the winter. Well, like when we... I guess you can. When we go hiking and stuff, you know, you want to make sure <laughs> when you shower that you don't see any areas that you think might have a tick bite on them. Because yeah. they like to hide, like in the crevice, like your arm, Ew. bend, your armpits, your behind your knees. Yeah, I know. I used to, I mean, it's definitely my OCD coming out of me, but I used to have an irrational fear of getting ticks. 
Yeah. Every time we went to my cabin, my family has a cabin up in Little Mountains, we go uh-huh. hiking. So I'd be like convinced I was going to get um, Lyme disease. But it actually, you know, if caught early, is very treatable. But poor Bieber, man. Yeah. Didn't so, he just put out a new song? Did... Yeah, it's yummy. And I listened to it because I knew this was going to come back around to this. Oh, God. I think it's not very good. Is it about be having Lyme disease? Is it, it like is those not. ticks bit me and said yummy? <laughs> is that what it's called? Man, that was good. It's not. The ticks eat flesh? Or like what? Yeah, no, they suck your blood. Oh no, that's not yummy. (laughs) But, um... No, it's, I guess it's like a whole, in, what's the word, innu, innuendo? Oh, innuendo? Yeah, for, for his, uh, I think it was wife. But, uh, the, but yeah. the lyrics, like in the music video, is him eating food with a bunch of random rich people. <laughs> so, um, it's a cool music video, and the song is catchy enough. I don't think it's that good. I haven't even listened to it. But yeah, we'll have to listen to it. I guess I'll check it out, because um, I think I Apparently, he's uh, going to come out with a lot more soon. All right. Yummy, yummy. 2020. Yummy, yummy. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. But yeah, that's the uh, Bieber breakdown. Breakdown. Bieber breakdown. Bieber breakdown. All right. And when we come back, uh, we can talk about a movie that Eddie and I saw. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We'll do a little that's all I'm gonna say. review. What's up? We're here on the couch where we record the pod. Every week. Yeah. So... Well, uh, so Casey, I remember one time you came to my apartment and you were wearing glasses. What happened to those? Do you still wear glasses? What do you mean? You wear them at night when you drive, I guess. Yeah, babe. You've seen me wear them here, too. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a while, but I just gotta say, they're a nice pair of sights. Oh, my so, God. So, uh, anyway, the other day... <laughs> yeah, I was wondering where you were going I didn't think that. that. I didn't think that through all the way. But, wow. Uh, so, Casey... Well, so last week, Casey, um, me, and our good pal Colorado Joe and our other good pal Jillian uh, went to Buchanan, which is about like 45 minutes from your apartment, mm-hmm. to see Parasite, a, a Korean group. a Korean film that crosses genres that's very uh, getting a lot of attention lately. Yes, and we saw it at this really cool theater. Um, yeah. Like an indie movie. Literally, what, 30 people could sit in there? Yeah, and it's so cool that that's in Buchanan, West Virginia, because it's like a place you'd think you'd see in, like, Chicago. Yeah, like a, c- a city. My city. But, uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, it's like under, it's a theater, like, under apartments and right next to, like, this little bar or coffee shop thing, which is cool. So anyway, we get, <laughs> we're running, well, there's a long story to go along with it, but let's talk about what we thought about the movie first. Um, so oh, you I, don't want to talk about us getting there we'll, first? We'll, we'll talk about that after. People okay. want to hear what, what we thought. So, um, yeah, I heard a lot of buzz about it. It's, peop, like, everybody's saying it's great. My roommate said it's, like, his favorite movie of the decade. Everybody said it's great, and I was like, wow, I really want to see it. And then it finally was at this theater. So we sit down to watch it, and um, it's pretty brisk moving it's um which is good for me because my attention span is like yeah it's korean um people are really i mean i've i've never been turned off by subtitles me neither okay i'm basically already deaf so half the time i make any watcher (laughs) shows with subtitles anyway but uh so it's pretty much i didn't even know what it was about but it's pretty much about this korean family they're like poor they're in a living in a bunker or uh, not a bunker like a basement Mm -hmm. and they start uh getting jobs with this uh rich family and it's kind of like a ploy to get 
Yeah, they slowly find a way. Like, first it's just the brother working for them. The, yeah, the son and then, and then the sister. Then the and then and he finds a way to get basically the whole house employed for this rich family. Yeah, and it's really cool how it's really fun. Like, I was, like, surprised at how, like... It's light, funny and fast-paced for most of the movie. And lighthearted, for most yeah. Of the movie. So we're probably going to... Well, I don't know if we'll give away anything specific, but we kind of did. Spoil it. Yeah, um, but I didn't know anything about it going in. I didn't watch the. I didn't even. I saw the trailer maybe once, but I didn't remember it. Me neither. Well, so, I read that it was about class warfare, um, but yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know how. So you don't want to spoil it, or or because I the only part that really turned me off, which is probably why it's so critically acclaimed, is the extreme, traumatic violence at the end i don't think that's why it's so highly rated you don't think it was the great writing or the great acting well yeah i, I, I people... guess maybe it's those things but people well, like, i think people that... love a shock and twist and turn yeah but it was all built up to i think so there's like at the end of course things come to a point and there's a lot of secrets in this house and this family that they're working for and and things kind of boil over and it's it's a very there's a very violent scene at the end so if that's something that that you can't handle it might not be the best thing for you or might just want to prepare yourself i'm the kind of person that will not even watch like a horror movie because my brain will replay that scene over and over and over again and torture me so that was not great for me however as a whole movie experience i think it was really compelling it kept my attention the whole time and you don't even feel like you're it's not work like it doesn't even feel like you're watching a foreign film and like i said i'm used to reading subtitles with any show because like I like to have them on because I am hard of hearing but um I don't think it bothered me at all did it bother you no no I never no I've loved I've seen a lot of foreign movies but anyway so um a lot of it is fun there's like a farcical scene in the right in the middle of the movie which is crazy because it's there's a pretty light scene, then it gets a little bit, like, intense, and then it goes back to, like, being farcical, and I loved that part. That was probably my favorite part in the middle. So. And then, so, but, and I liked all that, and I liked the movie as a whole, and, uh, you know, we don't have to give too much away, but. Right. I, there wasn't, like, I didn't think it was, maybe it's because it was overhyped, but. I didn't think it was, like, the best movie of the year, like, a lot of people. Because the thing is, is it didn't have that moment that, like, blew my mind like a couple other movies did this year. What movie would you say? Well, movies like The Lighthouse did that. Um, The Irishman did that to me. Little Women, even. Really? Yeah, like, and, like, this, this was great because it replicated real life. And maybe that's one reason because, you know, that was cool. But there was just not... Even the ending I liked, but it didn't like. It didn't really hit me. I guess it's. Well, you sh- but did you have that shock value when things really took a turn? Well, I I was I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. But because I, I mean, but some of it is. I just, mean, it's, it's a that's satisfying. I guess as a kind of ending. It was some of it was just very disturbing, which I just have a hard time handling as a viewer. But I understand. I understand how it can be appealing um but yeah i mean but it's not the it's not the violence itself that's appealing it's like the culmination of the story you know oh yeah yeah yeah, i know yeah yeah yeah. i'm just saying i it was harder for me to handle i think than other people maybe but um yeah yeah. and i also really liked going to supporting a small theater like that yeah okay so you you like the movie like you tell yeah i liked it i think people should see it i wanted to warn people 
just yeah. because it kind of stuck with me and bothered me for a little bit that if you are really sensitive to those more violent scenes just to prepare yourself and maybe if you have to step out for that scene or something do so i mean of course it won't be the whole experience but i just want to well, work i mean that's pretty I mean, important it is pretty <laughs> important for me it's just hard for me like that stuff sticks with me and bothers me but I also, I don't know, I liked most of the movie. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah I think it, most people should see this because it's really thoughtful. It's thought-provoking. I think that's a good... I just, gate, I liked it a lot. Probably. It might be a good gateway for a lot of people into foreign films. Yeah, because it's really fun. Now, also with Korean stuff, I used to watch K-dramas with my roommate. <laughs> so, like, I, like, it's another instance where I was already doing a subtitle thing and not being bothered. So don't let that turn you off to foreign films. But anyway, we saw this little theater in Buchanan, like we said. Yeah. I want to say 30 seats probably less than that literally a room full of seats like movie seats yeah and a projector screen yeah well let's set the scene so we're running kind of late because we like had we picked up our joe and jillian <laughs> and we're driving there and it's like a 45 minute drive and the movie's supposed to start at 7 30 but the gps says 7 35 so we're like okay we'll make it a couple mm -hmm. minutes late we'll probably be miss some previews but that's fine so we finally get there we rush into the theater and like the four of us and uh <laughs> there's like a line of people they're like oh there they are and and we're like what oh hi and they're like we we're waiting for you and <laughs> and we were like oh cool because our friend colorado joe like made reservations i guess because that's yeah. the system the theater goes by. literally they make reservations <laughs> on a google doc because they that's are so, so cool well, because they are so small they don't want to yeah. promise people you know tickets or have people show up and tell them they can't see it yeah. so yeah it was really cool <laughs> and it was right connected right next door to a restaurant and you could get food and they'd bring it in to you to eat in the yeah, theater you could get a beer incredible. and yeah. drink beer in the theater which i always enjoy and what was the name of that it was like lacroix it wasn't lacroix it wasn't we thought LaCroix. it was called lacroix uh joke called it lacroix it's like a, a french it looks name. like a french name i literally well, can't probably even remember some people that listen to this might if you live in west virginia maybe yeah i was gonna say a lot say, of our I, friends are from pittsburgh and stuff so uh, but if you know, if you look up a Canon movie theater, you're gonna find it pretty easily. I'm gonna look it up right now because I want to be able to give a little plug to it because they were so great to us and they waited for us. Okay, Les yeah, that was I want to say it's I called Lasso it. Micro Theater. It's spelled L A S C E. Or I'm sorry, I messed that up. L A S C A U X Micro Theater Lasso, and it's in Buchanan. Great time. We will be going back. I'm sure to see something yeah. soon. Um, yeah, so definitely we got to see one of the most talked about movies of the year, which is pretty cool at a theater we'd never been to. So yeah, that was great. And, um, we're going to take another break and we'll be right back. Hey. One last segment. Mm -hmm. I don't know what song that was. That was a riff off of One Last Time in Hamilton. Oh, okay. I don't mm -hmm. remember that one. Uh, it's all right. It's a deep, deep cut. But anyway, okay. what's not... up? Uh, what's up, Eddie? What do you got for yeah, us? Yeah, I think we're going to do one last thing here. But uh, so um, just today, we're recording a little early. We're recording on Wednesday. Um, uh, this is j just jumping in here. I just saw on Twitter that uh, they shut down. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just watching my hair swing around. Oh, okay. I'm listening. That looks kind of fun. Casey's like wiggling her head back and forth. <laughs> But uh, I um, I just saw today that they, from a tweet, it said that almost all employees of uh, College Humor lost their jobs today. And that Whoa. College Humor is, uh, it's, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yes, but I it's, have. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, you know, a comedy website. That Are you sure that's YouTube. true? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on a bunch of news outlets. Wow, that's um, wild. It's kind of like Funny or Die. It's kind of like, yes. I guess, I mean, not really. Like, I mean, it's a similar situation similar to Funny or Die or, and BuzzFeed where a bunch of people mm-hmm. lost their jobs. But it's a website that's been around for like probably pretty long. I remember going on it when I was like maybe early high school, like freshman year high school, probably earlier than that. So at least... Probably, yeah, more than 10 years. 10 years yeah. Like 2008, I probably found it. Probably earlier. But um, when I was growing up in middle school and high school, it was like my favorite thing. Like Jake and Amir came from there. A lot of, uh, like Adam ruins everything. And Murph, I forget what show he does. Now, wait, but... is it gone now? Or are they just well, downsizing majorly? Well, I read, it's like, I read a statement from like, I don't, I guess like the guy who... Runs the, website. runs the website and he said that the parent company didn't want to fund them anymore but they gave him like ownership of college humor so he's gonna try to carry it on and like with whatever employees he does have it's left. hard it's probably because he can't pay all of them well i mean it's because it wasn't profitable which mm-hmm. is the situation for like funny or die and, and mm-hmm. um buzzfeed and that it's pretty sad because it was one of my like I didn't I haven't really kept up with it in recent years but like and when I most people are suddenly out of a job too oh yeah I mean that's terrible mm. but you know when I it just uh, you know one of my favorite things when I was in high school and even college and I still listen to Jake and Amir's podcast I love it uh, if I were you so oh well that's really sad that they yeah. have jobs yeah they're they're doing their own thing now Jake and mm. Amir like are really well, probably the bra- biggest. And Adam means everything. But. It'll be able to continue on. I hadn't heard about that, but I've definitely watched a couple funnier dive videos before. I couldn't tell you which ones. But. Yeah. Well, this is college humor. Not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. but I mean similar. It's I've fine, seen, yeah. but I've definitely You've seen both. You've probably seen some, yes. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just a bummer. And uh, it's it really bummer. sad to see so many people lose jobs, even though they pro- I'm sure that everybody there worked hard and was funny. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's our bad news for the day. So what do you got? Well, I'm <laughs> going gonna... to open the door and step into the rec room because mm. we have a new segment here on In Case You Missed It called The Rec Room. In this room, we're either going to recommend... <laughs> either Eddie and I or maybe both of us each week will recommend something. This week, I have a rec for Eddie. Mm. So... I found this wonderful podcast over the holidays because a lot of my podcasts, of course, were on break. So I needed something that I hadn't listened to all the backlogs of. And I found this podcast called Wonderful. Oh, yeah. You told me about I this. I told you a little bit about it, but I wanted to explain it a little bit more. So it's called Wonderful, and it's with Rachel and Griffin McElroy. So the McElroy brothers are pretty popular in podcast land. They do My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Uh-huh, yeah. And they, but all, they all have spinoff podcasts off of that. But this podcast basically is a husband and wife, Griffin and Rachel. Each week bring in small wonders, which they talk about for a little bit, and big wonders. So a small wonder could be, like, I listened to one, they did, like, a crossword puzzle. And they dive into, so they prepare each week, they go into the history of that thing. So it'll be like, I think bubbles are wonderful. And then they'll start talking about, like, the history of bubbles, how they're made, who made them. I don't know. It's really, they have a really delightful dynamic between each other. He reminds me a little bit of you. Oh. Which is why I think I like it. He's just, like, <laughs> really yeah, goofy yeah. and funny and wacky and um and uh i think that their dynamic is kind of similar to ours and that's why i like it so much and i've learned a lot from them like i've learned some history facts and fun things like that so the podcast wonderful i'm sure they don't need a plug from me i need a plug from them because mcelroy brothers are very popular 
But if you are listening and want a podcast to listen to, it's just easy listening, learn some stuff, and have a couple laughs, they are wonderful in a word. Hey, interesting. So, yeah. Um, and that's going to do it for this week's ep. Um, Eddie, thanks for joining me here at the couch. Oh, thank you. Hopefully, Let's you guys do it heard, again soon. heard something that you did not learn this week and you're a little bit more caught up. Hope you enjoyed it. And make sure you tune in again next week when we come back for another edition of In Case You Missed It. Until then, Eddie, take us out. All right. Leave us a message on the podcast hotline or whatever. Oh, that's right. There is a link. I will tweet it out on my personal Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I couldn't Winter. say that word. Uh, and you can leave us voice messages. Uh, we will be checking them. Did we get so. any? No, nope, not Nobody yet. Tell us, somebody call and tell not us a joke. Yet. Please. <laughs> so I'll be sending that out as well. And uh, thanks for listening. Eddie's original song is going to take um, us out now. It's, yeah.